Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. All right, here we go. Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm excited because I get to talk to a serial entrepreneur today. Uh, Jeff Polvino is not just an entrepreneur, but a serial entrepreneur. Jeff, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Dan. Uh, so let's dig into that real quick. What is a serial entrepreneur? As I'm looking through your LinkedIn profile, I was like, oh, that, oh, and then that, oh, and then that, oh, and then like, do you, and it's all until present, which means you don't sleep, I'm guessing. Yeah, not much. My wife says I have an addiction or a problem. So there, there I've you been go. forbidden from starting any new businesses lately. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Well, right now, the biggest one that I saw that was really cool is um, co-founder and CEO of Fitness Media and also co-founder and CEO of Boost Media Group. So you're in the media marketing kind of world then, yeah? Yeah, we are a full-service digital marketing agency. We do and focus on every aspect of digital marketing, which also includes media, of course. And so uh, we started Boost Media Group about a little over 10 years ago. And we stumbled into the health, wellness, and fitness space about four years ago. And we loved it. We've, we've done a lot of work in that space. And fitness media is just another skin or another brand for Boost Media Group that's niche-focused gotcha. on the fitness industry. Gotcha. So how important is it to, to dig into that, that hyper-focused niche then for, for entrepreneurs? You know, I think it's it's really important, especially in today's marketplace, because you know there are so many competitive companies out there. And, you know, from our perspective, uh, uh, I think it's important to our customers that we, you know, know and understand that industries. And I feel like if uh, you don't have um, niche marketing that is tailored towards the target clientele that you're trying to reach, if you just keep it broad spectrum today, it, it's going to get diluted out there and you're just going to have, you know, diminishing results or, you know, lack of results. Yeah. I've, I've heard it said, if you're everything to everyone, you're nothing to no one. Yeah. And so finding that target's really important then. Absolutely. So, so, <clears throat> excuse me. So tell me a little bit about why you started that business. And you said you know, about 10 years ago uh, for Boost Media um, and then about four years ago uh, for the, for the new skin of it. Why did you start Boost Media back then? You know, I was in the real estate industry. Um, I had owned a, a real estate investment company with other partners and um, you know, everybody knows the, the real estate market crash. And uh, when the real estate market crashed, we were doing about $25 million a year. And uh, all of a sudden, we're out of business, like literally like tomorrow. And uh, we were yeah. doing our own marketing internally. We had a marketing department. And me and my partners were sitting around and said, what are we going to do now? And so we, we spun that department out into uh, a company. Gotcha. Uh, mother, or the, uh, what, the mother of invention, the mother of necessity. Anyway, whatever. Diversity yeah, is uh, of, is a teacher, right? Process. Yeah, yeah. That was, it was a giant pivot, and and you know we didn't know what we were doing, and it, it just worked out well. We enjoyed. Yeah, it. it's amazing what adversity can do to you. Um, so so that's the reason you started the business. So tell me, I want to know a little bit about you, Jeff, as an entrepreneur. 
your, you know, Simon Sinek talks about our why, and it's this big lofty thing quite often. Sometimes it's, it's not that big and lofty. It's just practical. What's your motivation? What's your reason, your responsibility for being an entrepreneur? Um, you know, it, I'm sure there's multifacets to it. I think the, the overarching driving facet is that I love to build. You know, I, I, I thought in the beginning it was about money or passion, you know, about a certain specific industry. But at the end of the day, uh, I'm just a big kid, like with Legos or Tinker Toys, and I love building things. And I, that's what I get the most enjoyment out of. So, you know, all those things are important, but the, the building aspect is, is truly where, like, I just, I geek out on it. Yeah. I love the idea of, of building with Legos. I right. love that. I think I still do. Yeah. Until you um, step on one. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. That's why I wear flip-flops in the house at all times. Anyway, uh, you just got to peek into my life. Sorry. Um, so, so, so you, you love to build, you've got a couple of companies, you're the serial entrepreneur, your wife tells you you have an addiction. Um, it sounds like it's all sunshine and, and unicorns and everything, but I got to believe that you, Jeff, are much like a lot of entrepreneurs and have those hard moments, right? That rock bottom, the throw your hands up. Um, what was that? What has that been for you over, over your career so far? You know, I've, um, I've, I've done a lot in my career, whether it was working for different companies and different ventures or entrepreneurially since then. Um, the digital marketing space is not for anyone cheapest, cheapish, I don't think. I mean, it, it sounds cool. Like, you know, you're, you know, when you're uh, a consumer in the marketplace, you understand social to a certain extent, but there's so much to it and it changes like daily, if not hourly. Um, honestly, this has been the biggest challenge of my life. And so, you know, the ups and downs that, uh, you know, go with, you know, servicing this industry or whether you're a freelancer or, uh, you know, a one man shop, uh, solopreneur or an entrepreneur trying to build a massive organization. For me personally, this has been an enormous challenge and there's been a lot of ups and downs over the years with digital marketing, a lot of trends that go away very quickly and you have to reinvent yourself and adapt. And I think it's made me and us very nimble and almost scrappy, if you will. Like, uh, and, uh, and yeah. you know, I think those challenges for me resonate as some of the hard, hardest challenges um, of my life at least. Gotcha. And, and what was one of those hard moments where things just changed where you had to pivot, reinvent yourself. What was one of those like specific moments? You know, I'm, it's, it's the pivot. Like when you've got your Facebook ads dialed in and you're crushing it for a client and all of a sudden, you know, they change the algorithm or change the rules and overnight, you know, that client's blaming it on you. And that client was like your largest client and you just lost them because, you know, Facebook made this change and, they're not patient enough to reinvent themselves and they think they're just, you're screwing up and they're going to go elsewhere and, and figure it out. And, you know, it's, um, it's those kind of moments in that moment that you're like, man, this is a brutal industry. Yeah. Well, and so what do you do to overcome that challenge then? Um, either for yourself or for your team, like what, what process do you go through to face that down? Well, I mean, I think you have to, like I said, be nimble and scrappy. Um, we've adopted some kind of styles with our agency and principles to where we're really focused on the overall marketing strategy when we engage with the clients. So, you know, a lot of customers when they approach us and most other agencies from what I'm aware of, like, you know, they don't really have a solid marketing plan in place. 
and they're talking about wanting to do SEO or a website or pay-per-click or social ads. And, and a lot of times, and I did as well for you know the first six, seven years of owning an agency, you kind of prescribe them a product, if you will, like a doctor and say, hey, look, we're going to do some social media ads for you. or We're going to do this for you. And uh, now we really start uh, most, if not all clients with a marketing strategy workshop, which is very in-depth, includes all aspects of digital marketing. We understand their products, their goals. We do a lot of competitive analysis. It's, it's about a four to eight week process, depending on the client. And when something like that happens now, the, the strategies for everything else are already in place. So the pivots, not as hard. And we understand the change and how it affected not just the campaign, but how it affected the company's bottom line before they even told us and how it affected, more importantly, them hitting their goals. And so we're able to be a lot more um, consultative from a proactive standpoint because we've got a lot of inside information. They lifted up their skirt, if you will, and showed us under the hood, if you will, like in the beginning. And so when, when things like that happen, we're almost as knowledgeable as the ownership of the company of kind of what's going on internally. And we're able to steer the ship or navigate so much, so much better. Yeah. Um, how, so I, I'm a big fan of digital marketing, uh, kind of a geek of it for entrepreneurs that are listening. What is one of those things that they can do right now to, you know, dabble in it, to learn something, those to, 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 you know, stick their toe in as it were, if they're not ready to to dive in completely. Yeah, I think that's a very good question. It's a very good question. And I think that you, um, first of all, have to understand that, you know, this is working for other people. So if it doesn't work for you when you first stick your toe in, you know, you've got to fail a few times to fail forward and, and, and work it out. So don't give up. I think that's like one of the biggest things I hear from other entrepreneurs and business. Are, oh, I tried Facebook ads and it doesn't work. And, well, no, it just didn't work the first time you tried it. Like it's not that easy. And um, the, the second uh, aspect of that is do a lot of research. Like, you know, there's so much to be learned from looking at what your uh, what the marketplace is doing, whether it's a direct competitor or an indirect competitor. Um, you know, you could be uh, a small massage therapist and look at your direct competition, which is going to be another massage therapist in your like city or neighborhood. But look at what the big players are doing. Look at what Massage Envy is posting on their Facebook. Look at the ads they're running. Look at the not just the, the Facebook ads, look at the, the Google pay-per-click ads. And there's a lot of tools that you can analyze those assets and get that in-depth information. And you know that will give you a lot of, um, I think, idea and guidance so that when you go to place your ads, you're not trying to do it in a silo and you're looking at what may be working already for your competition. Gotcha. Um, yeah, research and education is huge, isn't it? Absolutely. Where So where's the... Like there's so much information out there. Where do you go to, or where do you direct your clients maybe to go to begin some of that education? You know, um, social media examiner is kind of the tried and true. I think they started in 2009 when we started our agency in, in 2010. I mean, that was our TV channel. If you will, we were tuned into them. They were, as far as I know, the first on the scene and they're still an excellent resource. There's, I mean, there's, there's thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, right? But that's one that we've used over the years. Um, yeah. SEM Rush is, a, is another great resource that, and a tool that you can utilize. They put out a lot of free content. They've been doing a lot of videos online um, lately, uh, educational videos and so on. 
Um, you know, YouTube is a, another great place. Just going there, and, and if you're not sure how to run an ad, just put in the YouTube. How do I run a, a Facebook ad? How do I run a Google Pay Per Click ad? And watch a couple of videos. And you know, there, there's so much information out there. And you know, if it's if it's something that um, you don't have the budget to work with somebody on, I think that's the best choice is to go in and try to learn enough on your own to, like you said, dip your toe in and, 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 you know, experiment because I think that, you know, just about anybody can get it to work if they're determined enough. Yeah. Yeah. And you use that, you know, discernment as you sift through all of those and find the one that speaks to you. Um, Jeff, if you could redo one thing over the last year or so, what would that be? And I don't know. I, I mean, there's nothing that's come to mind over the last year or so. If I could go back a little further, um, it would be like learning earlier on how to do the uh, more specific and niche focused marketing as an agency. Like we've done it for our clients, but I was always worried that we were going to leave money on the table, if you will. Like if we branded our agency to be just fitness oriented, right? And, and, you know, creating the sub-brand fitness media is a very good example. For a long time, I was afraid to move that direction. I wanted it to be, like, as you put it, everything to everyone. And um, we've got a lot of specific niches that we've done very well with. And we've um, learned that we've got to, you know, gain the expertise and specialize in those niches and then go out and focus on, on those specific niches. And as an agency, admittedly, it may seem like, you know, how could you not have realized that earlier? And we just didn't. It took us, it took us a good uh, you know, six years, seven years to really realize how important that was to us in our personal brand. Well, it's so interesting that you can teach somebody else that, but you don't always see it for yourself. So those who are in that position, don't feel bad. Happens to a great guy like Jeff. So, um, yeah. so in looking at your, your LinkedIn, you know, we talked about being a serial entrepreneur. You've got another business where you train and provide uh, globally competitive talent. Uh, to businesses, but then you also are a contributing writer. So you're, you're this trainer and this thought leader. You're a contributing writer to a couple different places. So building thought leadership, let's talk about that for a minute. How, how do you develop thought leadership that helps you grow your brand, your business, um, your reach in this modern marketplace? You know, um, in my opinion, you have to do it selflessly like you hope that your efforts that you put out there are going to yield some type of return, but the, the, the content that you put out there has to be solely purposed for helping and educating people without like these buzz call to actions and trying to sell a product. Because I think that if you, if you do that, that the karma of that will, will come back tenfold and, you know, um, helping people and helping business owners is, uh, one of the things that I also really enjoy and, and that's what led me to those initiatives of putting that type of content out there. Gotcha. So selfless giving, uh, teaching, helping all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Worry less about the call to action and worry less about how it's not a, um, a sales tactic. It's not like placing an ad on Facebook or placing an ad on, on, you know, Google pay-per-click. It's a brand initiative that's much like investing in a like 401k. It's going to take some while, a while to get a return out of it. And you, you're, you know, if you take the mindset that I'm going to go help 
educate on this topic or go help this market segment and, and do multiple talk topics within that segment, then, you know, you're, you will be eventually recognized for that and people will come to you. Yeah. So I love how, um, how, how big of dreamers entrepreneurs seem to be. Um, they're always growing towards something, right. And stepping into a new opportunity. Um, I want to know Jeff, where you see yourself, uh, in the next three years, five years, maybe even 10 years from now. Um, you know, we're, we acquired our, uh, first acquisitional agency, like at the end of Q3, beginning of Q4 last year called searcher magnet. And Hmm. that went really well for us. Um, we're looking to acquire some smaller agencies um, and bring them into our family while we continue to grow organically. And, um, you know, uh, hopefully double the size of the business or so every year and, and continue that kind of rapid growth while getting more refined within our own internal processes and helping other businesses achieve success. So that's, you know, that's, our vision is, is that type of growth, but making sure we don't lose track of our core values and helping other business owners in that process. Gotcha. Yeah. Those core values are important to you, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. So if that's the, the, the long-term goal, then what does 2021 look like as far as defining success for, for you? Yeah. Like I mentioned the acquisition, you know, we're, we're probably almost a year and I feel like we're just now like fully operating as, as one entity. And so, Mm -hmm. Um, 2021 will be the, our, our goal is to do one more in 2021 as we continue to grow organically. Gotcha. And, and what does it look like then to step into that? What do you have to do to step into that in order to make that a reality? Well, we, we learned a lot from the first acquisition and, um, we've had to, uh, really get into, um, you know, process documentation, reporting metrics, and, and we, we have a very robust technology stack with a lot of reporting and automation. So we're, we're at the point in our business that we're really working on those things internally, which will allow the next acquisition to come in that much easier with less disruption to the existing core business. Gotcha. Yeah, it's so important to have those processes in place to lay the, the architecture, the groundwork, right? right. Yes, absolutely. And so how, then how can the, the leverage to scale community jump on board with this? And, and they're, they're fired up, obviously. They're listening. They're like, this is so cool. How can the community support you in developing that vision? Where can we find you? Um, you know, you can go to boostmediagroup.com and you can click on the chat with us or fill out the contact us form. Um, you can find me on uh, LinkedIn and Instagram and Twitter, all the, all the social channels. Or you can even go to jeff.marketing, which is a personal website of mine. Oh, Jeff Town Marketing. Awesome. Yeah. So Jeff Polvino, uh, CEO of a bunch of things. <laughs> I love, I love that. That's so cool. Serial entrepreneur, um, fitness media, boost media. Uh, great, great chat. Good wisdom. Any last piece of advice for entrepreneurs listening going, man, I, I need, I need one more from Jeff. Give me one more. What do you got? If you're passionate about it, don't give up. I know it's cliche, but you know, um, uh, there's so many business owners that I feel like, you know, within their first year, that or maybe two years that they're just hitting this wall, especially with COVID and everything that's going on. I mean, we're, we're dealing with this difficult time. And, um, you know, if, uh, if you're, if you're, if you're facing that and you're feeling defeated, like you want to throw in the towel, I would advise you to not give up. And, uh, if you'd like to schedule a call with me, reach out. I, I, I make myself available. Um, I'm a very non-sales type, low pressure. Let's just get on a call and talk and see where it goes. And so 
if you need someone to talk to, you know, uh, reach out, find somebody, look for mentors, look for uh, other colleagues or, or uh, you know, people in your similar space or reach out to me. I'm happy to talk to anybody anytime. Very generous. Awesome. And I think that's Jeff.marketing. There you go. Get, find Jeff there. Awesome. Yeah. Jeff, thank you so much for being a part of the show. This was, this was great. Thanks, Dan, for having me. I really enjoyed it. Appreciate it. much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.